Welcome to episode 67 of Therese Talk. I'm your host, Therese Maine. By day, I co-host a morning radio show on a network in New York and Pennsylvania. By night, I'm a podcaster. If you're a woman like me who loves Jesus and just wants to serve her family and community a little bit better, you're in the right place. If you would, take a moment right now to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. We serve one powerful Lord, share one beautiful faith, and enjoy one grace-filled way to salvation. That one God and Father of all created you, one daughter of the King, chosen and unique. You are an original masterpiece, fearfully and wonderfully made for one purpose. You have one life to live for one glory, His. One is the theme of this year's Life Women's Conference. Coming up May 20th and 21st at Clark Summit University, Sherry Holloway is the keynote speaker. Thanks for being here. Oh, my pleasure. The theme of this conference is one, which is so interesting because we spent so much time in the past year isolated, which makes me think of the number one. But this is the exact opposite, which is about being in community as one. Exactly. And, you know, our culture really is so distracting where there's so many things that are possible for us and so many opportunities and so many people, so many things on my to-do list. And just also having that one foundation, the one piece that is our stability and and the one that we run to, There's there is so much there uh, that's so rich and so full for us. And we're not meant to be alone, which is why having events like women's conferences is good to do again. There is a little apprehension sometimes and a little awkwardness because it's been a while since we've done big groups like this. What would you say to people who are kind of just starting to get back into doing life with other people? This is the perfect opportunity for you. There's something so uh, refreshing, so connect. There's something to it when we connect with other believers. You hit it. God did not wire us to be alone, but honestly, right? We run to, sometimes we stay away from people when we need them the most. And as we have been so separated, this is a wonderful time, a wonderful time to come and worship this is a wonderful time to sit and and hear the word and be encouraged and be challenged and just to interact with one another. This this is a great opportunity. This idea of having one life to live is so much pressure and especially because so many of us really stopped for a year plus. How do we get back into the stride of doing what God has for us to do in this one life? Oh, just, you know, life stands for living your faith every day. That's how, that's why we spell it a little differently, L-Y-F-E. But the idea of just trying to get back and it's process, all of life is process. So first we don't make expectations that we're going to flip a switch and everything will be fine. Uh, But it is process and and just taking opportunities as they come up. And maybe Life Conference is the opportunity that some people are waiting for. Maybe it's going next door to your neighbor and just saying hello or take a cup of coffee with you. And and that's an opportunity. But 
just little steps, just do one thing that puts you in the right direction. And of course, I would say that that really has its basis in the word. So as we have opportunity to see, uh, to learn about our God and to grab onto and dig our roots down into who he is, that's what allows us to then go forward and to reach out to other people. Being in one body is kind of a complicated concept (laughs) because there are many different ways that we can define one body. And then as Christians, we get all mumbled up with denominations and fragmenting theology and, you know, what we wear to church and how we decide to teach our children. And we end up as as like seven million different beings instead of being one. What are the fundamental things that connect us to each other, the things that there shouldn't be debate on, the things that really make us one? Most importantly is the gospel. And as we gather, uh, as we interact with one another, as we think about who our God is, and he in, in the in the Bible really is one message. And it's God renewing and bringing back to perfection, really, in all the way through from the very beginning, his creation to the end, the new creation, but little things like the gospel, which is not a little thing. It's a huge thing. Right. Uh, and, and that there is one way there, there is one Jesus and and the little things, like you said, uh, what I wear and how I wear my hair and, and what song I sing, that should not be what it is that we find our community in. God calls us to find community in him and in his message. And that's the beauty. This There's one message for us as a body. And that gospel is what gives us new life. And that gospel is, is what keeps us going in. It's his grace that keeps us going in our new life. So those are the things, the word, the truth of the word, who God is, and really mainly the gospel. You used a word, renew. Mm. <laughs> and I think sometimes we don't feel renewed, especially as women, because we just have a lot of things and and we might be tired. Mm. The fact that you don't feel renewed in your daily life is not a reflection of God working in your life. Truth. Oh, that is so true. Uh, I, 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 there's no other way to say it than we have stuff and, and we've got a lot of it. We just try and fit little pieces of God sometimes in our stuff, in the midst of it, rather than allow God to be most central in us and most foundational so that as we do deal with the stuff, then that is who helps us know, hey, this is where you do spend your time. This is where you shouldn't, or this much time as opposed to this much there are a lot of things and some some of them are, are just so, so important. It's it's my kids, it's my job, it's the family friends who are going through stuff that I'm trying to walk through it with them. And, and there is so much. And so 
to be renewed <laughs> in the midst of that, I, I do have to make some space. And I guess sometimes we try and find maybe extra space, but God wants to be the base, the foundation that my heart long, he knows we long for him. So he wants to be that mainstay, that stability in the midst of all of this stuff. Like Psalm 27 says, where David says, this one thing I desire. It's kind of interesting. You look at that and you think one thing you haven't seen my to-do list for today, right? (laughs) There's one thing, but really he's talking about his focus and his perspective. I want to stay focused and based in grab deeply rooted in who God is so that as I do everything else, who he is makes a huge difference in how I, how I do my to-do list. In Philippians 3, Paul says, there's one thing that I'm pursuing and I'm going to press on. I'm going to press on. So we'll talk about what is that one thing and how does that even play out? And then we're going to go to Ephesians 4, where he does talk about this one body. And how do we live in unity? How is it? What is that? What is it that God is calling us to as individuals, but we do it together as a group and so excited to share the word. This is my passion. This is my favorite thing to do. And Life Women's Conference is one of my favorite places to do it. And it's something because when you make God that one big thing in your life, it doesn't change your circumstances. It doesn't change your to-do list. And it probably doesn't change the people around you, but it changes the way you look at all of it. And it kind of takes away that that panic feeling. <laughs> I don't think God wants us living in that panic feeling in a long-term state. Yeah, so it, it, I absolutely agree. It's not a matter of me going to God so I can change my circumstances. He's not the vending machine. I don't put my time in. I don't put my quarter in and dial up something different. But he helps me in, in changing my perspective. He changes me. And so my relationship with him is really what changes. It's not an automatic, but I have joy in, in how I live. I stay, I might still hurt. It might still be really hard, um, but I'm able to walk through that because I know he's with me. One of the things you get to do for your work, in addition to being a speaker, is being a coach. How is coaching similar and or different from leading women at events like this? When I was coaching, coaching is an amazing opportunity to connect uh, particular how-tos into a, 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 we'll call it the game, which we would say in this situation, right, when I'm talking and speaking in other conferences, this is their life situation. So coaching is taking some particular, some practical how-tos and and applying it to what we're doing. So when I speak, I get to take particulars or, or sometimes how-to, sometimes it's relationship-oriented, sometimes it's just grasping a foundational truth, sometimes it's how-to. In basketball, we would say, okay, you got to make this cut this way. Well, maybe in life, we would say we need to speak this way or listen this way or but whatever it is we're taking a, a truth or a how to and applying it to a practical situation which is the beauty of the word 
right? It's not just philosophical. Uh, that basic theology of who God is applies to every part of my life. And that God calls me to live by faith. That's believing who who He is uh, and doing and living in a way that shows that I believe that. God is who he says and will do what he says. And I'm going to do that no matter how I feel. Get your head in the game, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Hear more from Sherry at this year's Life Women's Conference coming up May 20th and 21st at Clark Summit University. It's a weekend of learning along with worship led by Laura Story. Registration starts at $140. Find out more at clarksummit.edu. You'll see the Life Women's Conference in the events. If you've enjoyed this episode of Therese Talk, be sure to subscribe and look for the next episode on Tuesday morning. If you really loved it, consider making a gift to Family Life, the ministry this podcast is a part of. Just go to familylife.org and find out more about what we do. Did you know Family Life offers a variety of podcasts from news to kids to faith? You'll find a favorite on demand at familylife.org slash podcast.